Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Demetrius Mason. Joined again by one, Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And we have a special guest today. We are joined today by Dom. Triple D, 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 D in the house. What it do? Playoff basketball. Look at the energy. Playoff basketball. Let's go. Dom had a few drinks last night, and he got an extra hour of sleep. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) that's all it takes man that's all it takes sometimes let's fucking go and we'll let dom continue man his team the mavs ended up being the suns 111 101 um this game luca 26 points 11 assists 7 rebounds finney smith went crazy call my man finney the jet smith out there 24 points eight rebounds he's eight of 12 from three um, and for the Suns, you know, Booker 35 and seven wasn't enough because Chris Paul in 23 minutes fouled out of the game. Dom, what were your thoughts on this as the Mavs go and tie it up to two? So the big problem for, um, you know, Phoenix, well, for Dallas at first, their offense has been pretty sustainable the whole way through. They scored 114 the first game. They scored 109 the second game. They scored 103, which is a little lower. but And then they scored um, 111. Their offense hasn't been the problem. They, the whole Their whole wins and losses are dictated upon defense and or or the, um, the Suns making shots or missing shots or whatever. But, you know, Phoenix offense just hasn't been playing as well. Maybe, maybe the um, role players, you know, you know, there's a – a lot of teams play better at home because the role players play better. But, I mean, for Phoenix, a lot of the struggles have came to Chris Paul. Somebody said that on Chris Paul's birthday, he aged in dog years. <laughs> he turned seven years older. He's been awful ever since his birthday because, as you have mentioned, most likely, on um, uh, when they play game three, Chris Paul has seven turnovers. Then, as you just said, he fouled out the last game. So, you know, Chris Paul has been pretty trash out there for recently. I mean, Devin Booker, you know, he put up 35. He did his thing. But even then, you know, they just needed more offensive production out there. And, again, Dallas has been consistent with it. Even if even if the defense is here or there sometimes, they've been consistent on offense. And as long as Luka keeps doing what he's doing, you know, he, he's not scoring 45 and 35. He scored 26 this game with 11 assists, you know, doing his thing. Um, Brunson has been a bit more effective. You know, the game since he's been back in Dallas, he's been playing much better. He was pretty bad when he was in Phoenix, but since he's been back in Dallas, he's been good. And then, obviously, you know, the story of the game was uh, Dorian Finney-Smith and his eight threes, 24 points. You know, you don't get that out of him a lot, but – I mean, it seems like somebody on this team wants to make a lot of threes, whether it's going to be Kleber, whether it's going to be Dorian, whether it's going to be Bertans. Somebody want to make a lot of threes. So it was just Finney's turn this time. So, Darnell, what are your thoughts? Down pretty much summed up the game in total. Like, there's nothing really – no, I can add some more. But I thought that – um Dorian Finney-Smith obviously hitting five threes in the first half was obviously incredibly advantageous for the Mavericks because it wasn't a night where Luka had a big 
outburst scoring wise. So he needed the help from his others. So he got it from Dorian Finney-Smith. He got it off the bench. They had, let's see, Kleber, Dinwiddie, and Bertans. Bertans hit four threes, two threes from Dinwiddie. So all timely shots, even well, Frank Nelikina, he pretty much only played eight minutes, but he hit a three. So that's still positive, I guess. But for the Suns, um, I think it really just came down to obviously having Chris Paul miss only play 23 minutes is less than ideal. I thought campaign when he was out there, he was trying to force it a little bit. He got one layup to go, but outside of that, he really, it wasn't his night. And without the presence of Chris Paul, it just begs the question, what, where's DeAndre Ayton? He gave you 14 and 11, which is solid on a seven to 12, but he's just got to be able to give you more production. It was a night where all of the offense was going out, going through Devin Booker once Chris Paul went to the bench and it was just predictable. Like that's not Suns basketball. Suns play more of a more fluid system than that. And I didn't think they got that. I think they got all isolation Booker down the stretch. And that's real, real easy for the Suns. I mean, for the Mavs to defend and the Mavs just, when they got the others making threes like that and they're playing defense, they're one of the best teams in basketball. And we know that because since I think the start of the new year, they were a second, like a top five defense in the NBA. So even the Suns being as good as they are without Chris Paul, we know that, you know, still not the same. Damn, not where's DeAndre Ayton? Get my guy the ball. I'm just saying, like, he's relying on his point guard to get his points a lot because he's not an, in the mold of a Joel or a, a Jokic that pretty much creates their own offense. Has to, he has to touch the ball. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, he just said, like, Jokic the ball, ball. Like, who, do something. Who get the ball. <laughs> Go get the ball. I got you. Hey, man. If we're going to let Chris Paul see, you know what I mean, get off the hook, and now you're going to shit on Aiden, which uh, I saw coming. It's not fine. shitting on Aiden. He, was, Yo, we he played a solid game. Double-double. We both said Chris Paul was ass. Shitting on my guy Aiden. Honestly, I, got Aiden love. I know Aiden's your little, your little NBA crush. Out of, so. out of everything we said, that's all you heard was DeAndre Aiden. Yeah, something to um something i think is interesting and i don't know this might be a little unfair i don't know if this is a concern but luca every game is getting a little bit worse and i know you know everyone else stepped up but his shooting percentages you guys haven't noticed is it he's he's i'm gonna put it I don't want to say necessarily he's wearing down, but we've seen this before. So just something to keep an eye out on. Yeah. Um, just well, because he's just yeah. shooting really badly right now. One, one of 10 for three. Like that's when you play 10%. You, that's easy, man. When you play hard and that's basketball, we'll talk about Harden, but when you play hard and that's basketball, after a while, you know. It can get a little taxing because you basically have to you basically have the ball in your hands all the time. And if you're not in tip top shape, like Harden wasn't 
then it can wear down on you like it did on Harden. So, yeah, it's just yeah, it's just I just I just found it interesting. I was watching the game and it was almost like Stephen A. said it at halftime, and I didn't know if I completely agreed, but Finney kept hitting threes. There was another case of this last night, and we'll get to it. But it's like, so at what point are you just like, hey, the guy who keeps hitting every shot, let's just not rotate off of him, please. And I know they have a superstar. Let's just let the superstar, you know what I mean, shoot the ball. I'm tired of this guy hitting every three. And it was like every rotation when they would leave Finney or um, Bertans was like easy three, easy three. Yeah. Imagine them hitting 20 last night to the Suns nine. And it's just like, well, damn, you know? Just... I mean, right now it, it just feels like obviously every game, the home game is won so far. Mm-hmm. It just feels like that's how the theme of the – of the of the series gonna go it might end in six and it might just be dictated on who wins tonight but if not it, it seems like it has a strong chance of being just a home 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 i don't see the i don't see the away team winning unless dallas wins tonight or phoenix wins in game six show me yeah wow prediction <laughs> so you don't see a road team winning except for possibly the next two. two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. You put it like that. Put it like that. <laughs> um, I guess what I'm saying is I don't see the Mavericks winning in game seven. Huh? Oh, honestly, I'm not going to put anything past Chris Paul. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing it. I watched him almost, you know what I mean? Bro, I watched him borderline do it to the Pelicans, and then he has a great game, or a great game, an all-time game, and everyone's like, Chris Paul, oh, my God, just blowing this man. And I'm like, he's the yeah. reason they almost lost the series. Yeah. And I'm doing it again. He had two good games, you know, but then it, are we at the point where Chris Paul is just a home player? Remember, he did that in game six. Does, but, but when you got home court through the West, does it matter? No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, he did it game six against New Orleans in in New Orleans. Game six was at home, dude. No, it wasn't. How would game six be at home? Dude? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It wasn't. <laughs> so. But when you the favorites throughout, they got the fa- They was number one seed all year, so they got the favorites, or they gonna have home court advantage throughout whoever they played the rest of the playoffs. So that don't matter. As I'm watching these teams, unless. I, I gotta say, I think we'll talk about it a little bit later. Actually, I don't want to. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it a little later. But I think, yeah, I have an interesting point about the West. But let's go. Let's go to the Heat Sixers right now. We, uh, okay. my team, the Sixers, end up pulling through one sixteen. his team. <laughs> what are you talking? You claiming about? them now? Claiming them now. Bro, I've been a Sixers fan since I was three years old. Stop playing with me. That's crazy. Man, this man been the biggest Sixer hater since I, since I met him. Bro, there is a Sixers pennant hanging up on my window right now. <laughs> anyway, the Sixers end up winning 116-108. Um, despite the fact that Jimmy Butler is still trying to hurt our feelings with 40.6 assists, um didn't matter 
you know, Joel Embiid starting to get more and more back into the flow, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Then James Harden, my guy, James Harden, went crazy down the stretch. 31. Your favorite player in the league, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> 31 points, nine assists, seven rebounds. He was incredible in the fourth quarter. And obviously, y'all know I'm a James Harden hater. But down the stretch, man, I had to admit, the guy got me up. You know what I mean? I was yelling. <laughs> he was yelling. Oh, my God. Anyone. He was hitting, you know, crazy threes. Step back. Step back, Johns. I couldn't believe it in the fourth, you know. Even yeah. threw one up, tried to get a foul, didn't hit it anyway. Kind of did get fouled, took out his legs, but hey, it is what it is. James Harden went insane. Um, and the Sixers atop the series 2 2, shooting 54% from the field and 48% from three that game. But Darnell, what were your thoughts this week? We incorrectly predicted the other game, we correctly predicted this one. So, what were your thoughts on the Sixers uh, taking this win? I thought that the Sixers would play well at home. I thought that they would win the game. I didn't think it would happen in this fashion. I thought that Jimmy Butler was going to have a good game, and I thought that he that the moment demanded for him to have a good game. I thought that you were try, you were trying to write off Bam a little too early, and I tried to tell no. you. No, 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 because I knew you were going to go there. No, no, no. I correctly wrote off Bam. Here's what happened, right? Okay. Go ahead. This man, this man Eric Spolster, he is a genius. And he figured out right around the second, he was like, I, I know the only way we're going to score. I got to put Bam out there when Embiid is not out there. And that's when he started scoring. Scored a little bit on Embiid. But most of his damage was done in that little break when Embiid wasn't there. The problem with that was when the Sixers came back with Embiid and Harden and no Bam out there, they immediately went on a second quarter run. And that is what changed the whole game. And this post was like, well, bam, that didn't work. <laughs> it did work <laughs> for a little bit. They got the lead real quick. And then the Sixers just went on like a 12-0 run, 12-2 run, something crazy. Because <laughs> Embiid was there and it was just like, well, damn, even if they do miss, now he's going to get the rebound. Bad scene. Because they had mm-hmm. no defense. Yeah, but, but what I was going to say um, is, yeah, they needed obviously the Heat needed something else outside of the two super or the two stars that they have on their team. Outside of Bam and, and Jimmy, they needed Tyler to step up and give that six man of the year. <laughs> this is this is what they pay you for. Like this is your this is your moment. Like this is oh, what you do. And he didn't. They haven't paid him yet, did they? Huh? They haven't paid him yet. No, they, they have. They not not that they gave him a big contract, but like this is your role more so. Uh, than what, this is what they pay you for. Yeah, but Victor Oladipo, I thought was okay. He was uh. How pay Duncan Robinson for? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna get to Duncan Robinson. Pretty much like this game begged for what? Like you made seven threes. They you took thirty five. This was a moment where you could have used Duncan Robinson. Why is Duncan Robinson not in the rotation? Um, they were wasn't you was playing zone for before a lot of the game, right? Yeah. And like that's the zone beater. Like, why are you not putting him in the game? I don't understand that. You put Markeith Morris in the game. It was close down the stretch. You had him trying to take a fadeaway over and beat when he just got back from his back injury. 
terrible, terrible stuff. But credit to the Sixers, man. Like, like you said, James Harden was amazing. He six of ten from three. Four of those six three pointers were step backs. Joel Embiid gave you twenty four and eleven. That's pretty much what you count on him to do. Tyrese Maxey playing in his role. Everybody just you know collectively brought their best. I thought Tobias was solid. Danny Green. I was wondering how he would bounce back after shooting, making seven threes. He was three of four from three, which is great. But the problem is, can you get this on the road? And that's what we're going to see tonight. Go ahead, Dom. All right. Well, I have a couple key things that I, I thought y'all were going to hit, but y'all ain't really mentioned it. But um, I didn't really talk. One, oh, you didn't talk yet? No, you can go, though. Yeah, I ain't trying to hit on every point. Like, yeah, I'm trying uh, to leave something uh, on the table. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so, I mean, with the 76ers, like, you know, with jo- obviously, you know, with Joel back in the offense, I mean, back on the team, you know, it, it's just like like you, like you y'all mentioned, you know, it created a lot of disadvantages for Bam Adebayo and his offense. Um, Like you were saying, Danny Green had a great game. So, I mean, the 76ers did what they did, and obviously James Harden had a resurgent game in this thing. And for Miami, I think, and also think Philadelphia, they know that the key to beat them <clears throat> is to not let Tyler going. Because, like, as Demetrius was just saying, you know, he was, you know, when you were saying with, um, with Luca, you know, if, if they have a superstar, you kind of just let that guy let that superstar score because you know they're going to score. And you don't want the other people to get involved. So with Miami, if Jimmy scores, you feel me? That's cool because Jimmy scored 40. I think he scored 40 both games and lost. So, like, keep scoring 40, Jimmy. Like, you're having great scoring performances, but obviously, you know, it's not turning into wins right now because you're – um, well, it, it takes Jimmy out of the playmaking role as much, and it, take, and it also takes him out of, you know, the more you got to score, obviously, for most players, the less defense you'll be because you just have so much on your, on your, you know, on your plate. But I think a big issue right now is um, even though, you know, Tyler, again, has been being guarded real heavy, I think it's Lowry. Lowry. I was yeah. just about to say, Kyle can't play if he's not going to take yeah, over can. the facilitating role. He can't. Yeah. Play. If he's not going to. Because remember, yeah. the game, like Miami was 2 0 when Embiid didn't play, but Kyle also didn't play. The Fred Van Fleet theory, baby. <laughs> Put in the other one and immediately start losing games. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? So Kyle also didn't play. So is. I'm not saying, you know, obviously B coming back was a big impact. It basically took Bam out the game. But Kyle Lowry, every t- he, was, he was 0 for 6 from 3. So, like, if you, you need a little bit of offensive production from somebody, and if they're not going to let it be Tyler, then it, it – and if Max Struess isn't going to get it going, you can't, like, rely on Max Struess to be the guy. If they're not going to play Duncan because of his defensive liabilities, then yeah. it had – it got to be the dude you paid 35 or however much 30 million for. It has to be Lowry. And it's to the point where they're begging Lowry to shoot threes. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Every time Lowry shoots, it's a win. And like it was, it, it was happening last year in, on Toronto 
it was like slowly starting to happen. His last good year, his last really good year was the bubble year. Last year, he was kind of already falling off. That's why when, you know, <clears throat> when the, um, when they traded for him, I didn't expect them. I know he wanted a huge contract, but I didn't think, I didn't know if he was going to get like a big ass contract, but they paid him and, you know, he just, he's just not the same. He's just not as good anymore. So, yeah, I think Lowry has to be better in order for – it either has to be Tyler or Lowry. And if they're just going to guard Tyler and make sure Tyler don't do nothing, then it's got to be Lowry. So, Something else that's really interesting um, mm-hmm. about, you know, the not playing Duncan Robinson thing is you'd think the reason you don't play him is for defense. But um, the heater in his own too. So it really makes no sense. Makes zero sense at all. He doesn't have to be man to man against anyone. They're, they're not, again, in his own. They're not playing man. And they're not really stopping. I mean, I guess they did last game. They kind of held the Sixers down. But I mean, as you saw this game, it was like it, it was hard and late. But everybody out there shot 50%. Like every single player, every single player for the Sixers, except for Harden. And he was eight of 18. So it was like not like he was far off. Mm-hmm. You got Tobias six of ten, Danny four of six, Maxi five ten, Embiid seven thirteen, Yang three of six. Even Thibault was two for three. They weren't stopping anyone anyway. So you know, I got no arguments with you, Spo. Please don't play him. But I think the national media is on it. I'm, you know, just like why is Duncan Robinson not playing? I'm sure you know after the first game, he kind of makes you well. Kyle Lowry, this that the other, but at a certain point. They're going to make the adjustment. They're at the very least, I don't think they're going to start Kyle Lowry tonight. But we will – we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's going to be real interesting. I think they will because who are they – you can't start Tyler. So who are they going to start in his place? Are they going to start Victor in his place? Probably Gabe Benson, to be honest with you. Not like he I'm, played why it. Can't, why can't you start Tyler? I don't understand why can't you start Tyler. Because then who's going to give you the production off the bench? Yeah. Victor. Mm. That's kind of the if, point. If we, uh, we rely on Victor at that for that, then, I mean. I mean, the thing is, is Victor just keeps getting fouls, literally. That's how yeah. he's Yeah. So. Eight for ten from the free throw line, three of nine from the fields. Somehow still a superstar with the whistles. I don't know. Who said that? <laughs> who the fuck said that? He said it with the refs. Whistle. The refs said that. That's who said oh. that. <laughs> People giving him the foul calls. That's who said that. Yeah. Um, not, interesting. As far as, like you said, can they win the road? It's going to have to be Embiid. He's going to have to go off. Just like Jimmy was trying to do. That's the only way I see it happening. I don't know if he can. It's a lot to ask. But it's what's, it is what is required. Um, but moving on to last night. Um, they're the Celtics playing the Bucks. The uh, Celtics end up winning 116-108 behind the greatest game of Al Horford's career. P, do you test that, man? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we yeah. get going. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. The definitive Al Horford game, Darnell. My man went crazy. 30 points, 8 rebounds on 11 of 14 shooting, 5 of 7 from 3. 
Tatum came as well, 30 points, 13 rebounds, on 11 to 24 shooting. Um, really, everyone for the Celtics played well. Jalen Brown, 18, Smart with 18, two. No Robert Williams this game, but hey, maybe the No problem. Was, yeah. They <laughs> had some problems, but hey, end of the day, it is what it is. Giannis, again, 34 points, 18 rebounds, five assists, but it wasn't enough as Drew Holiday went out there and shot five to 22. 16 points, not assists. Dom, what were your thoughts on this game as your Celtics, who you abandoned shipped on, but hey, they tie it up 2-2. Hey, man, look. Giannis had to see his two worst nightmares out there, Al Horford and Grant Williams. He had to play against them starting, man. And even though he still scored 34. <laughs> worst nightmares? Yeah, the two... The two Giannis stoppers, Al Horford and Grant Williams. Remember, they they were calling Al Horford the Giannis stopper a few years ago. They call him the Embiid stopper, too. <laughs> Al Horford was just stopped. Those are the games Darnell was talking about. <laughs> Actually, I'm looking at the numbers, and um, Al Horford got, like, three 26-point, like, four 26-point games and, like, five 24-point games, but this 30 ball is, like, the one. 30 is his playoff career high, but yeah, I mean, let, look, right, look, right. Mike Buda holds it, right? Mm-hmm. Al Horford was on that team when the when the Hawks were the first seed and made it to the conference finals. Oh, I remember. You feel me? So Al, Al Horford was doing this thing at one point in time. I mean, they may, they may have gotten swept that series, but <laughs> at least they got to the conference finals. So, I mean, but yeah, uh, for at this point, you know, it just seems like Boston, you know, <clears throat> they've just been finding different people to contribute different points. I mean, Jalen Brown has probably been one of the more consistent players outside the, the game one game. But, you know, Jalen Brown's been doing his thing. Marcus Smart just came back. He, you know, he missed the last game. He came back at about 20 points, 18. He missed one game. In the I just game. said he missed the last game. <laughs> Nah, he played last game. Which game did he miss? He missed uh, game two? Game two, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, but Marcus Smart came out there, did his thing. Grant wasn't quite as effective on offense, but tell me. <laughs> he's still out there. But, I mean, yeah, for, for Milwaukee, obviously, you know, one thing that I was saying, why I thought, why I initially thought that, you know, Boston was going to win the series was I thought that without Middleton, that the lack of offense would devoid them a little bit. And this this is one of the games where it showed it showed its face, you know. If Boston's gonna be hitting, they need somebody to hit with them. And you know, while Giannis was amazing as as always, as every single game he's played in like the last three years, feel me. Um that he just didn't have much help. Grayson Allen, you know, he only gave him seven seven points on was this his first game starting? Mm-hmm. No. Nah. <clears throat> he started last game too. Yeah, he started last game. You sure? Oh, they put Bobby on the bench. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He started last game. Oh. Okay. So yeah, um, but yeah, Grayson Allen just didn't have much of an impact, you know, in the starting lineup this game. Wesley Matthews actually had a a pretty decent game, but as you were saying, Drew Holiday can't. If Drew Holiday's going to be the second scorer. Yeah, then you know if, if he's not gonna be out there playing the defense that he's known for, then those five of twenty-two just ain't gonna work. 
because he was a minus 23 out there and was by far the worst player on the court. Yeah. So, you know. Minus 23 in 41 minutes. That means in the other seven minutes, the Bucks were plus 15. <laughs> so that's not great. Yeah. There was nobody else really doing it. I mean, Wes was a plus seven. But, you know, still. Nobody else was just mad. The Nassus was a plus two in a minute. (laughs) Shout out to Nassus. Um, But, yeah, Darnell, what were your thoughts on the game? I'm sitting here on Al Horford's basketball reference page, right? He's still looking at Al Horford. Why, why is his nickname the Godfather? You said what? His nickname is, or his nickname is the Godfather. <laughs> and his real name is Alfred Joel Horford Reynoso. Yeah, he's Dominican. So, so there you go. I didn't know that that was his real name. Yeah, he, he is Dominican. He is a Dominicano. Last name. So that's that's pretty dope to know. So no wonder he wanted to play for the Sixers for a year. Why? <laughs> Got the same name as Joel. He's like, oh yeah, I can I can rock with that guy. <laughs> so Darnell, you have nothing to really add. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can add, okay, I got a couple things to add. Um <laughs> I thought that um Robert Williams not playing. And you know, missing the game due to his knee soreness. I thought that was a something questionable that happened that not a lot of people talked about going into the game. That maybe that surgery for him wasn't the best option if he's still dealing with pain. But I thought that having him out of the lineup would be to the Bucks' advantage because they would have less rim protection. But overall, I thought the game it was in the balance and in that fourth quarter. It just came down to a death stare gone wrong, really. Jason Tatum went off in the fourth quarter, but it was, to me, that 7 of 10 for the field from Horford, that 19 to plus 14, plus minus. And Giannis just ran out of gas at the end of the day because it was going to have to be him or nothing because, obviously, like you guys said, Drew wasn't going to contribute much. There was There's no Middleton. Bobby's pretty much they can't really start him if if Boston goes small I think that's a that's a good revelation for the Celtics if you're a Celtics fan but I picked this series to go seven so I'm not surprised by the outcome and we got a best of three and I think it's just going to prove to who's going to be the best player on the floor I think it's going to be honest I I think how I say this well for starters yeah in fairness to the medical staff of the Celtics you said, I don't know if that Robert Williams thing was the best. He is taking on like a, a seven foot tall, 280, 280 pound running back who just literally wears you down throughout the game. Um, but I, I kind of pointed this out about the Mavs. At what point, right? Because I'm watching the game and every time Al catches the ball, I'm like, he's making the shot. Why are you leaving him open? Right. Mm-hmm. From the get. It didn't just it didn't just catch fire. The man didn't miss the whole game. He was the only person not missing. Everybody else was missing, you know. Which I mean, it wasn't like they shot bad, terrible. Mm-hmm. Marcus didn't miss. <clears throat> Marcus missed a couple, 
You miss more now. Play that. Couple more. <laughs> Couple more is more. I'm letting anybody else shoot the ball but Al from deep. And they just kept rotating off of it. And I was like, every time he got open, I was like, dude, you can't keep leaving him. And then we didn't talk about he had the dunk. Oh, oh yeah, that dunk was crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, need the, we need the PED test, Al, for sure. But it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, for the Celtics, I mean, you get, you know, Tatum getting 30. When he does that, they, they've won the series. Um, and you got Al going crazy. I just don't. I just don't know, you know. If Drew, it's literally Drew doesn't even have to play great. Fuck that. He has to play literally decent. He plays decent, they win. Now, can he play decent for two of the next three games? I predicted yes, so we'll see. Um, <laughs> but the other thing is, is for the Bucks, is that they are really, really bad. Obviously, and obviously this comes with a lot of with no Chris Middleton, but. In the fourth quarter, they just can't close these games out at all. They were up 10 last game, end up almost losing. They were up 10 this game, and it was gone in like a minute. I'm watching, like, oh, yes, looking real bad. It's like the second the fourth quarter started, they just went on an 11 0 run. Grant didn't even play the fourth, I don't think. Maybe at the very, very end. Um, but he didn't need to. Grant played 19 seconds in the fourth quarter. So that's, yeah. yo, end of the fourth. Yeah. And it was like, well, damn, you know. So we'll see what happens, obviously, in game five. Um, I still believe the Bucs are going to win the series. I just think Giannis is that good. But he does need some sort of help from Drew, um, either on offense or defense. He does have to do something. <laughs> he has to contribute in some way. Got nine <laughs> assists. There you go. That's contribution. Yeah, nine <laughs> assists to Giannis isn't helping. We need you to, like, do something, you know. But let's move on to the last game. Got the Warriors beating the Grizzlies, 101-98. No John Morant, obviously sad. Um, the knee injury. Um, yeah, when 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 Superman uh, Jordan Poole ripped his knee out his side. Yeah. <laughs> when the Incredible Hulk just grabbed that bitch. <laughs> From the reports, yeah, it was a dirty play. I didn't really see a lot. Of, I didn't even know he was hurt, but. You know, the Warriors shot terrible from the three, 9 to 37. Clay Ope, 7, my guy. My guy. Jordan Poole, 4 of 12. Um, even Curry wasn't great. 10 and 25 from the field, 32 points, 4 of 14 from deep. But and I'll be honest with you guys, I didn't watch because I already knew how this was going to go. They were going to play bad, 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 and ended up winning the game somehow. And that's what happened. Um, <laughs> so the Warriors. I told Dom, I told you, right? I told you this is this exact thing was gonna happen. So I was like, let me get my hour and a half of sleep. Oh, you and saw their shit out of them. No, I did not. We were watching a game and I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this anymore. Game was and then the game turned out real ugly. It's just everybody just couldn't make a fucking shot at that. Yeah. Pretty ugly game. Um maybe Darnell watched it. So Darnell, what were your thoughts on this <clears throat> It was a pretty ugly game for the most part. Um, Memphis had control going into the fourth quarter, and in the fourth quarter, it's just when Golden State did what Golden State does. They gave the ball to Steph Curry. Steph Curry scored 18 in the period and took them home to victory. It's not much that you really need to take from this game because nothing really, like, crazy happened outside of that. But I thought 
overall, they got some solid play from Tyus Jones. I thought his role as a point guard, his different style was a different look for Golden State. So it kind of like was one of the reasons why they were able to control the game for most of the, because he's more of a methodical point guard. He's going to get guys involved. He's going to pick his spots. John's going to pretty much force the issue. All right. And, <laughs> yeah. Like, and they had, um, they put Steven Adams back into rotation. So that was pretty good to see. I guess if you're, if you're a Grizzlies fan and that's what you wanted to see. But it was weird because Kaminga played five minutes in the first quarter, I think, and then that was it. For the oh, whole he didn't game. get hurt. I thought he got hurt. No, just like he was only starting because Ja was out there and he needs some, like for a jaw stopper. But if they don't have a jaw stopper, like what's the point? That's if they can't score. You don't need any defense, right? That's the that's the idea that they went with, and we know Steve Kerr going into the game caught COVID, so Mike Brown, who was just announced as the coach of the Sacramento Kings, had to step in for him and coach him. Brown! Mike yeah. there. So Mike Brown gets a victory over the Grizzlies in this series, so shout out to the Sacramento Kings. So, I don't know if y'all knew this. I, I, I don't know if you watched the full game, Darnell, but mm-hmm. the Grizzlies actually led the entire game. Yeah, I know. I saw, I saw it. The, like the entire game, <laughs> like 47 minutes, the Grizzlies led the whole game until the last minute of the game. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like the entire game. So you feel me? I mean, Golden State, they just had somebody that could close the deal. And, you know, Memphis just didn't. <laughs> That's what it came down to. I mm-hmm. mean, here's the thing, though. Like we would like what you know, Memphis went on that big ass win streak when Ja didn't play. They were like twenty and five without him on the without when he missed games and shit. And you can see like their defense just steps up to a whole nother level when he's not there. But I mean, against in the regular season, against more offensively deficient teams, you know, it, it is it'll be easier. To, to work with, but, you know. I mean, it worked this it game. It really did. They should they should have won the game. Yeah, but they should have. If you lead 47 minutes, you should win the game. But at the end of the day, Steph, you know, Steph was able to do his thing. Steph and Clay a little bit. I know Clay like, missed all three, but, so, I mean, he, he, he was still able to do some. He still made a couple shots towards the end. And, you know, it was just – the veterans doing their thing in like the last minute basically yep there was like it was like 95 98 tight or three point three point game memphis is bald i think they give it to jaron jackson he tried to take a three draymond blocks it seals the game yeah just another point that the victor the veterans sealed it for the golden state warriors yeah that's all pretty much so my point has nothing to do with this game because mm-hmm. um, this game sucked. But I, I think that the more I'm watching, I, I think that the East is going to win this finals matchup. Um, yeah. Just because I'm watching. But I, and I also have a really interesting take from the West from my perspective. I do think 
I don't think they're going to win the series, but I do think if any team were to have a chance or the best chance to win in the finals, I think it would actually be the Mavs. Yeah. Just because I'm seeing – I mean, a lot of it is because Clay just continues to play badly. So I can't continue to defend him if he's, he's going to have one good game out of every four. Um, <laughs> and Poole just isn't consistent enough yet. He's had I mean, two comfortable games. It's pretty I mean, consistent to me. Dallas Dallas has, as as Darnell said, probably the best defense of the – at least one of the, one of the better defenses of the teams in the West remaining. And then they arguably have the best player – in the West, and arguably, you know, one of the best, one of the better players in the in the whole playoffs left. So, well, see, the thing is, is just like their floor, right? Like I, Luca could save them in a game where they don't play well. Whereas Chris Paul is just going to make them lose a game at some point in the finals. <laughs> you know, he just it's just gonna happen. Proven that throughout his career and this series, he might lose you too. So, did it last year in the finals. He had four one game, right? Something like that. A typical Chris Paul, you know. Yeah, some games he just decides to miss every shot. Yeah. <laughs> or just turn the ball over, just foul. Something, <laughs> all Something stupid. <laughs> yeah. For a smart point guard, right? Um, but, yeah, so I just think that that's just what it is. And, and plus, Luka just has the ability to just score with these guys. Um, so that's just kind of my outlook on it, just watching, because I don't want to go as far as to say it kind of feels like Buck Celtics, that they're the two best teams right now. That is how it feels. I don't want to count out the Sixers or the Heat, though. Um, but you can count out the Heat, but <laughs> <laughs> you can count the Heat got problems scoring the basketball right now, like, until they can figure that out. But they've always had these problems. Like, that's why nobody really believed in them because the whole shit was just about Tyler. And that's a lot to put on Tyler's shoulders. Because yeah. as we see... We've even, seen, we've even seen the Warriors struggle scoring a couple of games this series. Yeah. They can't struggle scoring against either one of these teams because the Celtics just have too many weapons and the Bucks just have Giannis. So, end of the day. Is going to score enough if you ever struggle, you know, I mean, putting the ball in the basket. So it's just, 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 just my takeaway right now. Um, but I'll let you guys take it away with the awards that I want to talk about. I'm gonna well, so the MVP award was announced. And like I tried to tell y'all, you know, warn y'all, the award winner would be Nicole. Yeah, what are you talking about? We knew it was coming. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Hey, man, I got, I got y'all is in the listeners as well. So, uh, I'm a fan. So, I knew it was going, going to go to Joel. I tried to warn y'all about the coach of the year. Go to Joel. I mean, not Joel. <laughs> no kids. Even you knew the nonsense, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> and for the coach of the year, it went to Monty Williams, even though Taylor Jenkins and Joel Embiid and Giannis and Ime Udoka were all worthy. And Luca. And Booker. And Luca and Booker. We're and all John, worthy. Everybody's a Jokic, basically, yeah. And Tatum. <laughs> they went to the rightful winner. 
in both categories, in my opinion. And I don't really have any arguments about it. You don't believe that. I do. He does believe it. You know what I you know I think is really weird how people think that if you think that Joe or that Jokic is the MVP, that means you don't watch basketball or something. And it's like this eye test versus <clears throat> analytics argument. Like the eye test winner is Joel. I don't like who said that was the I that was the case. Like no. it's not just like the case, like flat out. Like who who was the determiner of that? Now what? Uh, now I, I made the case for Luca. I made the case for Luca. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I've made that case because although you know a lot of Joel's, you know a lot of why he was considered so highly was because of obviously the scoring title obviously you know defense that he's capable of but a lot a lot of people were also like he didn't have ben simmons for half the season but then you know he got james harden and then james harden was there for half the season and well the other half of the season and <laughs> doing his thing he was winning player of the game half the time so i was like well that kind of uh, you're not always really the best player <laughs> it's kind of hard to be the mvp but um, what's it called? Um, yeah, what what when you look at like Jokic or Luca, you feel me? And again, a lot of it for Jokic was he was without Murray. He was without um um what's his name? He was without Murray. He was without Michael Porter Jr. He was without his two best players. He was without his All Star teammates. I was like, well, Luca never had these All Star teammates that you speak of. <laughs> you feel me? And, and he had a better record. Then the 76ers and the Nuggets and the Bucks for that matter. So my I'm only issue with I'm wrong with Luca. Luca for MVP he's was that he started out. Slow so star, bad. Yeah, slow star. That's what they I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't give him an award for that season. I can't give him an award for that kind of season. Like you gotta come out from the gates. So you just got you just gotta be amazing from start to finish because I don't I don't remember Jokic be amazing and Embiid be amazing the whole entire time, like though from the start to the end. I remember the Sixers struggling a little bit at first, I and remember, then I remember the and, I mean the, the Nuggets struggling a little bit at first. Well, <laughs> the fuck. But it has to be more of like his struggles was like for three months. Struggled the whole season. They were the sixth seed, bro. Fuck Jokic, bro. You know he, he only had three less victories than the Sixers, or something like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think the whole third seed versus six seed. I don't think the whole third seed versus six seed thing is fair. Yeah, no, no, I'm gonna break it down to you. I don't care. <laughs> he just hates Jokic. I don't like him. Like it's ridiculous. No, nah, give him the next nah, two. No, nah, darn, darn now, right? Yeah. Nah, 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 was fucked up, bro. Fuck. It's this racist guy on Twitter, right? He's like, he's just like really racist. Like he he's verified as shit. He's like, he's like, uh, fucking. Are you talking about Nick Adams? Nick Adams in U.S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker racist as shit. He was like, he was like, Ennis Cantor is a Hall of Famer. Ennis Cantor's Ennis Cantor's America here. All that, all that. Bullshit. Have you ever heard him talk? Abroad. No. Oh man, dude. I got here. You gotta hear his voice, bro. It's this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Oh my like, yo, this motherfucker racist as shit. And yeah. he was like, he was like, Jokic didn't deserve MVP. Giannis did. I was like, you know what? It's been settled. Like this guy. <laughs> it's been settled. 
if the if the racist white man is against the white man winning MVP and says Giannis deserved it, then you know what? Maybe Giannis deserved it. I think he said this Kevin Love deserves six men in the year too. So I was kind of like, but Ty, but Tyler Hero is also white. So, but is he? I think he got traded. He got traded. Yeah, he got traded in the race for draft. on your thoughts on Jack Harlow? Nah, we traded Jack Harlow back. Yeah, after hearing that album, we traded him back. <laughs> Send him right back. <laughs> Send him for a conditional first. <laughs> No, no, no. They can have, they can have, they can have, uh, they can have um, Jack. I guess. No, I mean. But Jack, Jack and Tyler are, are Jack and Tyler are a combo. Yeah. You either, you either get it's both. A combination. You, you either, yeah, you either have both of them, or you don't have either of them. Package deal. You gotta take take both or so, nothing. Man. Will Smith was a free agent, so we'll take him back. These small slap niggas. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! There you go. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, you ain't gonna mention. Oh yeah, so coach of the year. Um, yeah, I think I think that oh, NBA gave it to yeah. Monty because hey, they felt bad man. about last. Year. <laughs> they- he also did miss Chris Paul MVP Chris Paul for a little bit, so. And MVP Devin Booker for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> but you know who was there the whole time, right? Say his name. It's my guy Aiden. Say it with your chest, bro. It's my guy Aiden. <laughs> He's always there. Just got, I'm just waiting it out, man. Just waiting it out. <laughs> He's, waiting for, He's waiting for the the Tim Duncan, the Tim Duncan arrival. Just waiting it out, man. All right, but what's it called? Um, but here's what I do want to say I, real quick. Here's here's the bad thing, right? Here's the mm-hmm. thing, because you know this type of uh, racially motivated MVP stuff has happened before with Steve Nash. But here's the difference. Mm-hmm. At least Steve Nash was fun. All right, I ain't even going. Nah, bro. Yo, Jokic do be doing some shit, bro. Yes, he does. <laughs> man. You can watch Jokic more, man. Shit, bro. Fuck Jokic, man. Jokic be, Jokic be vibing, but it be like, yo, how the fuck did he do this <laughs> type shit? Yeah, like he gonna do some crazy it's, pass. It's, like it's, it's gonna not, be some crazy Like footwork. it's not exciting. It's impressive. It's like, yeah. how did he do this type shit? It's like real. It's wild. But it's not like a... a it's, it's not, not like exciting. A, it's impressive. It's not, yeah, it's like... It's like, it's like jaw-dropping more than fucking... Whoa, he just dunked on him type shit. It's not he's not electric, he's not John Morant. He's not he's not he's not John Morant. He's not dunking on niggas' heads and, and you know motherfucking dancing after it and, and talking shit and calling the Timberwolves a bunch of bitches and shit. <laughs> like like you feel me? John fun to watch. John my guy. <laughs> it's it's different. He Jokic just Jokic just a laid back dude that just he just Yep. No, he's not. No, he is not a laid back dude. Let's that. that the way, uh, I'll say this: it, it, the way that he plays is a very relaxed style. I won't say he's a laid back person, 
because he does obviously have a temper and he, and he be and he be and he be wild sometimes he be, he be fighting you know the refs a little bit he be fight he be getting ejected feel me he, he fought he obviously did shit with Markeith Morris and shit like you feel me I ain't gonna say he, in the game the last two postseasons I ain't saying he's. Uh, I'm, I don't mean he's a laid back person. I just mean he like his his style is a relaxed style. It's not like a. Oop, oh, now not joins electric. the club of Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I believe Larry Bird, Michael oh. Jordan. Now and I didn't say he should win MVP. I, did. <laughs> I know you did. My I, thing is like, I'll just say, say like, if it's gonna be racially I motivated, that, I thought that right there. I thought Steve Nash did. I didn't think Steve Nash deserved it when he got it his back to back years. I thought one deserved to go to Kobe. LeBron, and I thought one or Kobe and the other deserved to go to Shaq. But yeah. I think the voters got it right this year. Like I don't understand. Like I think I think if we're going, I think if it's going to be racially motivated, we're going to use a white person. Then at least let it be the better white person. Like I said earlier, like, when we made these big arguments and tried to guess who was going to win, I said, like, we're going to give it to, for, to, to Jokic for two years, and then we're going to not give it no more. Like, it's just going to work that way. Why does he have to get two? What is he? <sighs> Whatever. Because you couldn't, like, his seat. Like, he had an amazing season, bro. Like, there was a couple of amazing seasons. There really What were. he said, what Demetrius is saying is that Jokic ain't shit. Without the real superstar of the team, Jamal Murray. That's what he's so really trying to say. I'm just saying it's one thing if we're gonna give it to a seventh seed because we've done that before, Russell Westbrook, and we yeah. all said that was a mistake. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> and keep in mind, keep in mind that Westbrook didn't have any All Star teammates or whatever the whatever the fuck the excuse is, right? Yeah. So whatever. We all were like, well, that, that but if bad. you're going to be consistent, if, if the NBA is going to be consistent with it, they're going to be consistent with that, though. No, but he got it last year for the same reason he got it this year. No, that's not okay. You can't give it to him last year. He's missing everyone. Then they get worse this year. Well, he's still missing everyone. Well, there are people who don't also don't have talent. Like you said with Luca. Yeah. Sorry, did Giannis have any All Stars this year? Did they play like All Stars? <laughs> Chris well, Middleton. Middleton was an all star. Yeah, was an all star. <laughs> was he like, literally? Yeah, he uh, was. Never mind. Yeah, he like, played in the game. <laughs> my bad. There you go. But, I mean, I think I, think I would have put I would have had Giannis over uh, Jokic and Luke. Luca was my one. Giannis would have been my two. Personally, and then in B three, I'll give it. I'll say in B three, and then Booker four. Jokic would be like my five. Honestly, like honestly. Embarrassing. He's Darnell's one, so I'm going to end on saying people should watch more Jokic. I do, I do think that his game is a bit underrated, (laughs) not to the NBA, but to the people. I, I don't want to make it. I like Jokic. I do actually, but it's one of those guys. He's like, it's under. He's been called underrated to the point where I do things a little overrated. I do. So is this? So you trying to give me the Mike Conley argument again? Yeah. What you used to do back in the day. Was I wrong? <laughs> the fuck? Just because nah, he that, aged that, bad doesn't that mean that Conley, he wasn't nah, that Mike Conley shit. That Mike Conley shit was always gassed, bro. I was like, all right. Bro. He's the he's the best player ever to n- never be an all-star. Should have just kept not being an all-star. <laughs> Would have been okay. 
<laughs> I mean, I ain't go that far with it, but he's he's the best player. To, yo, that's what they was called though. They're saying he's the best player to never be an all star. Like, is yeah. he? <laughs> he probably the highest paid. Never. He was probably the highest paid. No, he's definitely the highest paid. Well, he, well, he made it now, but. He was definitely the highest paid to never be an all-star. That month, yo, Mike Conley at one point in time had the highest contract in NBA history. Never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> shout out, shout out Nicola Conley. But um, yeah, man, thank you guys for listening. Um, <laughs> hopefully you enjoy. Um, hey man, we got some more coming for you guys in the next couple of days. Some very, very good game fives. Can't wait to talk about those. So for uh, Darnell and Dom, this was Demetrius, and I hope you have a good one. Later. Before I say it, before I say my triple D, is I just want to say, as always, thank you, thank you to Russell Westbrook for allowing this to happen. Triple D's deuces. <laughs> <laughs>